Cause we ahead of the crypto curve, yeah Create your own economy Let's get ahead of the crypto curve, yeah Learn from the queen of crypto, your host, Nadja Roberts Leading people out of financial slavery through Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Learn to get left behind. Good afternoon, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires. One family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. I don't just do this show to change the way you think about money, but I do this show to make sure that you change the way you look at money and everything else around you, because it actually does matter. Today is Thursday, March 9th, 2023. And I would like to just take a few moments to say happy birthday to several Cryptopians. We have a young man by the name of Amir Badgett, Felicia, Elsie, Gwendolyn Carter. To each and every one of you, I'd like to tell you a very happy birthday today. May your day be filled with all the love, joy, peace, and happiness you deserve on this day. And today we are also celebrating another day of Women's History Month. And as you know, we are honoring all the women that are in the cryptocurrency space, women that crypto. And um, today I am going to honor the other half of the Crypto Tutors group. And that young lady's name is Nina Blankenship. Now, Nina Blankenship and I, I just really wanted to dig into everybody's history so that you all know that a lot of the women that are full time in this cryptocurrency space just come from all sorts of diverse backgrounds, as I stated yesterday. And so Nina actually comes to this cryptocurrency space as an executive for LinkedIn. And she teaches on LinkedIn. She teaches people how to do their profiles and just different things in the LinkedIn space. And she wasn't working as a contractor. She was actually an employee. But she is no longer with LinkedIn. I know she does some side things for them, but she is now 100% in the cryptocurrency space, again, educating and making sure that people are getting the right information. And it is critical, ladies and gentlemen, that we take our hats off to the women who crypto are the women that crypto, because we we really endure a lot when we deal with these gentlemen in this space. And so I remember Nina a couple of uh, years back when I first met them really talking about how we as women needed to ensure that our voices are heard in this male dominant space. Uh, and because this was really their very first time in the financial services sector, so to say, uh, they really got a different type of perspective as it relates to what men really feel about women teaching financial services and things of that sort. And it's not I don't want to say that they weren't believing in us teaching, but she and I had a conversation about how uh, we needed to make ourselves more present in doing that. Uh, both Lisa which I talked about yesterday and Nina along with their male business partner, because they do have a male business partner. They actually created a conference called 
crypto for the culture. And so I was happy to be a part of that year one and year two. And, uh, you know, Nina is really on top of her game. And, you know, coming from LinkedIn, she has, I feel, you know, an upper hand on a lot of other individuals as far as her ability to really get into contacting individuals, contacting sponsors and things of that sort. But she got into this cryptocurrency space when it wasn't really popular. We were in another winter. And uh, just coming into the space, she really put her head down. She really sought to understand the technology and why it was important for the community. She is of Asian descent, uh, and she knows that the Asian community is very heavy or was very heavy in cryptocurrency, all while they were getting banned in their countries and different things like that. And so, you know, my hat goes off to her because she has done a phenomenal job, in my opinion, in wrangling sponsors and individuals to really understand how critically important it is to get the education out about cryptocurrency. And so I'm happy to be a part of anything that they do. And I'm happy to be a part and friends with Lisa and the uh, Crypto for the Culture um, conference that they have every single year. And so I'm looking forward to participating and looking forward to inviting you out with me as well. So ladies and gentlemen, this is definitely ahead of the crypto curve. But as I stated, there are a lot of things that happen in and around us that we need to be paying attention to. And just this morning, because I get some periodicals that come from the U.S. government, as well as the county of Los Angeles, as well as the federal government, the notification went out today. And I will tell you how this affects you, even if it doesn't affect you. The notification went out today that as of April 1st, ladies and gentlemen, everyone across this country, including in the county of Los Angeles, that was receiving additional food stamp benefits since the pandemic started. So now those benefits are going to be cut on April the 1st. So what does that mean? And I know, you know, again, you're thinking, hey, that doesn't have any effect on me. Uh, what it has an effect on is our economy and our community. And so individuals since 2020 have been very comfortable with getting those stamps in. Food has been high. Individuals uh, are really barely just making ends meet with that additional with those additional stamps that came from uh, from the government for because of the pandemic. It was pandemic assistance. And now for them to be cut off, uh, I believe it's 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 a substantial amount and it's really going to hurt our community. So how that really trickles down to us and our communities you may not know anyone that is on stamps or anything like that but you possibly could and this is really a good time for us as friends family cousins uncles nieces who, whoever you are to individuals that may be getting some cutbacks uh some very unwanted cutbacks especially when you hit that that grocery store register uh it's pretty it's pretty intense and so uh one of the things that you are going to be able to do is really start to guide and direct individuals as to how they can be doing a teeny bit of saving right now 
And I don't care what it is. And I always say that, you know, Bitcoin is not the only thing that you can save in. Whatever it is you believe in, start talking to those individuals about doing something different. Because what I do know is most of the individuals that are on Section 8 and food stamps and things of that sort, they're so afraid to get involved with something that may cut their benefits that they don't even look to figure out what they're going to be doing in the next five years, in the next 10 years. And because of what I'm reading and because of this um we knew that this canceling of these benefits was going to come soon uh and they've been trying to fight it in court it's just not going to happen but what i figured out in that mindset is that we've got to give them something tangible that they can start doing to start saving where they don't feel as though their benefits are going to be uh bothered and guess what ladies and gentlemen bitcoin actually offers that because people can actually buy a little bit bit of Bitcoin and they can hold it. And as of right now, based on what my attorneys and several attorneys have stated, they do not have to declare their ownership of Bitcoin at this particular time for social services programs until they actually put it on the application or make it mandatory to know if individuals are involving themselves in cryptocurrency. And I found that out doing the research for uh, the project that I was doing for Jack Dorsey and Jay-Z, because that was one of the biggest problems we had was how are we going to give thousands of dollars in Bitcoin to individuals that are receiving uh, Section 8 or food stamps or Social Security because we don't want to give them this Bitcoin and then have them cut off their benefits. And so this is really a great opportunity for you to say to that man or woman, uh, hey, you know what? I know where you can put $6 away a month. If that's all they can do, that's great. So I just wanted to give you that information. And when we come forward, we are going to continue the conversation on cryptocurrency. This is KBLA Talk 1580. In a, moment. In a moment, more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. At Mucinex, we don't believe in cold and flu season. We only believe in comeback season, which starts with 12-hour relief. Just one dose of Mucinex DM provides 12 hours of relief for cough and chest congestion day or night. That's three times longer than those four-hour cough liquids. So say goodbye to cold and flu season and hello to comeback season with Mucinex DM. Nothing lasts longer among over-the-counter cold and cough medicine. Get relief that lasts with Mucinex DM. Use as directed. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Nigel Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome forward, welcome forward. And today is going to be a show about warnings. And again, things that come across my path daily, 
I'm going to make sure that you're up to date so that you know how to work things out in this cryptocurrency space. And what I even have planned to talk about for days to come may change just based on the climate and some of the things that are happening. And so yesterday I spent some time with some seniors in the Altadena area, helping them set up their ledgers and things of that sort. And they actually scheduled and put together something for me to come out and help the seniors in that area. Or um, we, we, we scheduled some stuff. And so I made it a point to get there. I have been so busy and I did that. And so one of the things that I am understanding is that a lot of us, a lot of our community again has been scammed and I need everyone to understand still after talking to individuals I'm not necessarily saying these people are listening to my show but the information to our community is still being given or disseminated incorrectly ladies and gentlemen it is not safe to keep your bitcoin or your cryptocurrency on any exchange. And even though I'm saying this day in day out, it just surprises me that individuals think because a name of a company has some sort of notoriety or a celebrity has attached themselves to the platform that it diff- it, it makes it any different from what I'm saying to you. And for those of you that are new listeners, some of you are old listeners, you've heard me say this before. If you buy Bitcoin and or cryptocurrencies and you leave it on the exchange platform, Coinbase, Binance, Kraken, Gemini, any of those platforms, including Venmo, PayPal, SoFi, all those, all of them. But my point is this. You are buying the Bitcoin or the cryptocurrency, leaving it there for their company to use, period. It is not yours. The best analogy that I've been able to make is that you're going to the grocery store and you are buying the groceries at the register. You're bagging them up and you're leaving them on the counter for the company to keep. It does not make sense. And so even though you think you have just the measly $500, because I heard this yesterday, I've only got $500. It's no big deal. It's no big deal today because the value of Bitcoin is low. It's on sale right now. But what happens when that $500, again, basing it off a 12-year history of Bitcoin, 14, excuse me, 14-year history of Bitcoin, 14 years ago, if you had Bitcoin, you would have said, oh, it's just $10 worth of Bitcoin. That's 10 Bitcoin. No big deal. It's just $10 ago, $10 worth. Well, 14 years later, it's now worth $20,000 as opposed to $1. So I am taking that span or that spread and saying to you, $500 today in Bitcoin in 14 years is going to be worth so more, much more in my opinion. Again, this is my opinion. I'm not providing any financial advice. I'm just saying if we look at history and we look at what Bitcoin has done historically, that little $500 that this young man talked to me about yesterday, little bitty, that's what he said, little bitty $500 worth of Bitcoin could possibly be anywhere from forty to fifty thousand dollars in the next five years next 10 years so my question to you is are you willing to leave five hundred thousand dollars on the table 
in the future for somebody else to utilize? And the answer would be no, because if it was $500 today, you would be removing it off the exchange. Please do not leave a little bitty $500 on the exchange. Don't leave $1,000 on the exchange. I would say to you, don't even leave $300 on the exchange because we do not know what is going to happen in this cryptocurrency space. Nothing is safe unless you have it in your own private wallet with your own private keys. If you do not hold right now, as you listen to my voice, either a 24 word seed phrases or a 20 or a 12 word seed phrases, you do not own your own Bitcoin. If it's sitting on Cash App, ladies and gentlemen, you don't own your Bitcoin. If it's sitting on the Black Wall Street wallet, you do not own your Bitcoin. They do. Not your keys, not your coin. And um, again, I am reiterating this because I can only go by a lot of the feedback that I see and hear from the community just to really help you all get on top of things. And really, I guess I'll be like this nagging parent that is constantly saying to each and every one of you, please remove your Bitcoin from the platform. If you don't know how, that is what I am here for. That is what my company is here for. We give you black glove service. Reach out to us. Let's set something up. Let's make it happen. It there's no reason for us to lose any money. Now back to the scams and the schemes. I guess before I say that, I gotta tell you all, I left the station yesterday and went to have some of the most fabulous Jamaican food because I smell somebody else's Jamaican food. And in there, ladies and gentlemen, I met the young man who is now running Taco Pete. And uh, didn't know he was a listener to the radio show. He heard me give him a shout out when he brought us lunch here at the station uh, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, guess what? He is a Bitcoin enthusiast. And I was able to, thank goodness, uh, reach out to the Black Wall Street wallet because he was having some challenges. And I'm going to say to each and every one of you, if you're having challenges with the Black Wall Street wallet, ladies and gentlemen, I am here. Like I am here for the community. Send me a text message. Send me an email. Let me know that you're having difficulties. But he was having some difficulty, not in a bad way. He just had some money that was sitting there that was pending uh, that he wanted to, you know, with his Bitcoin. And so I was able to actually send a text message right there with him sitting with me. And uh, we got the gentleman from Taco Pete, all his stuff in order. And I'm just super excited about that because I said it on the radio. I wasn't telling any type of, uh, of story. I grew up on Taco Pete. I loved Taco Pete growing up as a teenager. And so they're now moving to another location in Compton, which is awesome. So but anyway, all that being said, he is a Bitcoin enthusiast. He did, though, state that he had lost a lot of money in the past and he was really trying to be careful and he was listening to what I'm saying because of the fact that at the end of the day, all the hustling and bustling we do in this cryptocurrency space brings us back to Bitcoin. It brought me back to Bitcoin and I see it happening all the time. And so I'm trying to save our community from bumping our heads over and over again. That being said. Today, I'm going to a service for my aunt and I run into one of my cousins that's from out of town. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen, he tells me just this week he's lost over twelve thousand dollars. 
obvious he does not listen to my show and I kind of I kind of chuckled but what I've been telling him is get into Bitcoin and relax he's a truck driver he's on the road all the time he cannot keep up with all these different platforms so what I had him do was take out his phone so that I could give the listeners a warning so that you know these different sites that are telling you about crypto and you can stay away ladies and gentlemen there is a site that he gave to me and it is called absolute markets they take your bitcoin they trade for you they tell you it's going to be all fine and dandy and it's not at the end of the day so he actually got taken by three companies and one of them again is absolute markets the other ones ladies and gentlemen is crypto fx dash pro crypto fx.pro and as i looked at his account he had $3500 in crypto fx.pro dash pro he cannot get out and at, in absolute markets he had $4480 that he cannot get out and in this site called coinxus.com again coinx so c o i n e x USA.com, he has a whopping $26,132 that he cannot access and cannot pull out because they are scamming people. So he didn't put that whole 26,000 in, he put in about 5,000, but his account has grown to 26 and now they he needs to send them more money to get more money out. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a scam. And I have to constantly I try not to use this word because I don't want to offend anybody, but I think I'm going to have to get offensive with our community. Please stop being greedy. It's being really greedy. And I know we're and stop being in a mindset of uh, we call it thirsty. People are thirsty, but it's, it's just it's it's just a, a greedy mindset to want more and more and more. I am telling you that if you go slow and steady with this thing called Bitcoin, this this measly little thing that everybody else is not paying attention to because there's all these other shiny items. Everybody is looking past where the real gold is because they're taking the gold and they're trying to get more and more and more and more. And ladies and gentlemen, it is a critical time in history right now that we really understand that all of these platforms are here for almost one thing, and that is to extract your money. I have lost money with Big Club Network. I've lost money with BitConnect. I've lost money with about four other platforms that I can name since 2016. This is not the time or the place for you to lose money. You don't have to do this. You don't have to lose money because if you know better, you know. If you hear or you know better, you do better. I am here to really, in my opinion, again, lead my people out of financial slavery. But I'm also here, ladies and gentlemen, in this cryptocurrency space, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, to give you the warnings that you need so that you win in the end so with that ladies and gentlemen when we come forward after news sports and traffic we are going to jump in to some of the other news that is taking our country by storm right now in this space this is kbla talk 1580 say the quiet part out loud kbla talk 1580 we're not for everybody but we're for everybody you're listening to kbla talk 1580 80 
All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. Let's jump into our market update before we do anything else. And the reason I'm going to start with this right now is because the next stories about what's happening in the market could be um, a reflection on the market update. So as I'm logging in and I'm taking a look at the price of Bitcoin right now, I am seeing all reds down the entire page. And I'm telling you, I am going through coin number 75 and I see zero greens, ladies and gentlemen. That means a lot of the cryptocurrencies are following the pattern of Bitcoin. But not only that. They're not doing any better than Bitcoin is. So a lot of people are getting into all these other cryptocurrencies saying, hey, they're going to do better than Bitcoin, et cetera, et cetera. And they I'm say may or may not, but we'll just leave it at that. But I'm looking right now. Bitcoin is trading at twenty thousand seven hundred and seventy eight dollars. It is definitely on sale. So twenty thousand seven hundred and seventy eight dollars right now, this very second. And it is down in the last hour, 0.78%. In the last 24 hours, it's down 5.52%. In the last seven days, it's down 11.49%. The market cap is $401 billion. And so uh, that being stated, we are looking at a market cap that is not really changing. So what that means, the price is going down, but people are still holding on to their Bitcoin. They're not selling it. They're not selling off. They're not moving out of the market. Uh, right now circulating, there is 19,312,000 Bitcoin out there. So I'm going to read the whole number and I'm going to explain to you why I'm telling you it's so important right now for us to be stacking as many satoshis as we can there will only ever be 21 million bitcoin in circulation and right now today there are 19 million 300 312 825 bitcoin in circulation so that means almost 75 percent more than 75% of the Bitcoin is already out on the market. That being stated, if we are looking to hold this ass, this asset that is scarce, we need to acquire or I need to acquire as much as I can. So I'll say it that way. And so Bitcoin is scarce, 21 million ever. There's 19 million already out there. And we need to have our fair share. So that means I need to not pay attention to all the other stuff that's out there that has an unlimited amount of, of coins. Then there's coins that you're buying right now that there's an unlimited amount. You can run out and buy that anytime you get ready. But Bitcoin is a scarce asset. And as we move into these uncharted waters in this cryptocurrency space, you need to be stacking Satoshis and looking at some of this other stuff later. Um, and again, as I see a sea of red going through this report, I really understand that, um, things that happen in the market, just like with stocks, things that happen actually affect the prices. So Ethereum right now is trading at $1,481. People continuously ask me, what about Ethereum? Should I buy Ethereum? 
I would say buy it to do something with, but not necessarily to hold it as a store of value. But if you want to, Ethereum is on sale, $1,481. It's down in the last hour, 1.23%. In the last 24 hours, 4.4%. In the last seven days, it's down 10.17%. The market cap for Ethereum, the volume that's gone through, the things that are happening, um, has decreased substantially. I won't say substantially, but it's decreased, decreased, which is letting me know that people are getting out of Ethereum a little bit more than they are getting out of Bitcoin. A lot of people that are holding Bitcoin are holding it because they understand that the value is not today. The value is in about five to 10 years. And next year, 2024, we will experience the Bitcoin halving and that 19 million that's already in circulation is going to be probably more like 20 million. And then, ladies and gentlemen, Bitcoin is going to start becoming hard to come by. These other cryptocurrencies, again, they have an unlimited supply. You're going to be able to get them anytime you want, however you want. But the thing that matters, you need to be or I need to be stacking. Uh, so I'm just going to put that out there as we talk about this market report today. But again, every cryptocurrency I see is red all the way down. So you can uh, look at this and say, hey, you know what? I'm not in this for the ride and I want to sell my cryptocurrency. I'm telling you that for me and my house, I'm not buying other cryptocurrencies. I'm buying Bitcoin and I'm really paying attention to the fact that this scarcity of Bitcoin, that is the the circulation of Bitcoin being 19 million right now. And we are only going to ever have 21 million. I need my fair share and I need it as soon as I can. So with that, we're going to move into this next news. I've been trying to prep you all for different things that are going to be happening, especially those that are listening to me and then going out and purchasing stock for different companies because they are trying to get uh, some returns from the pick and shovels and not the gold. Well, Silvergate would have been one of those pick and shovels. But again, unfortunately, these individuals have done something different than they're supposed to do with the money. And that is the bottom line. I can, you can give me any company and I can tell you that the reason they are failing is because people are getting greedy. That G word, they're getting greedy. And so this cryptocurrency bank that I have been warning you all about for the last week called Silvergate is shutting down. And they're going to have to repay those deposits. So the cryptocurrency meltdown has actually claimed its very first big casualty. And why I say its very first big casualty, because this has all to do with the banks that, that the cryptocurrency ethos is trying to get away from in the first place. But they stepped in because there needed to be a bridge between how we as cryptocurrency companies uh, are doing business. We need banks. We got to pay our employees. We got to pay the light bill. We got to pay the gas bill. So we definitely need to deal with banks and banks wouldn't allow us to bank with them. So here came Silvergate Bank. And I told you all they wanted a million dollars a day from me to hold to for me to have a bank account. So I wasn't able to bank with them. Thank goodness. Uh, you know, God does everything decently and in order. I just always say that. And I'm thankful as I look at things in hindsight while I was screaming and yelling that they wouldn't even allow me to get an account. But this company is one of the first big casualties in the mainstream financial system, Silvergate Capital. So some people ran out to get Silvergate stock. Their stock right now is down to a negative 42 Point twenty six percent. 
And I believe their call letters on the stock market are SI. So you can follow it if you want to. This California lender, one of the cryptocurrency markets, top top banks, uh, said it would actually wind down and return all deposits to all of the individuals that had it on there. Now, can you imagine all of the cryptocurrency companies that had a million dollars per day being held on Silvergate? The bank closes and now they are getting ready to return all deposits that money prayerfully is still there because they didn't have to prove that they held on to everybody's million dollars a day. Uh, And this is going to be interesting. And hopefully they did. But Silvergate is also considering how best to resolve claims and preserve the residual value of assets. Um, This is getting ready to be really interesting, ladies and gentlemen. And again, because this is the first big casualty of the mainstream financial system, we're going to see if some of these other banks follow. And there's only two other banks that I know of that are engulfing themselves in the cryptocurrency space. And uh, we'll see what their fate is going to be. But these are some of the things to watch because as this thing rolls out and as regulation starts to shape itself, it's going to be interesting to see. See, remember, this is the banking side. So this is the Federal Reserve banking side, how they're going to react to this uh, as far as the big bankers are concerned. So I'm interested in it. And I hope you are, too, because I'm going to share this information as it becomes available. So when we come forward, we will jump into a couple of other things that are happening in the cryptocurrency space that you need to know about. This is KBLA Talk 1580. New money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, now let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk KBLA 1580. All right, welcome forward, welcome forward. So one of my individuals, I won't call him an enemy, but one of the individuals that I care the least about in this cryptocurrency space uh, has taken to social media he has taken to uh speak with individuals about the cryptocurrency ecosystem his name is brian armstrong he is the ceo of one of the top cryptocurrency exchanges that everybody thinks it is and that is coinbase and i am just kind of chiming in on some of the things that he's stating Um, He's talking a lot lately and some of the key points that he said. And and again, I'm only telling you this because a lot of people really love Coinbase. They love Brian Armstrong and some of the things that he says in the in uh, in passing and on the news and things of that sort. So I just want to bring out a couple of key points. He was saying uh, the same thing that I'm saying. And so we agree to a lot of times disagree, but. Uh, He was saying right now is the best time for every community to get into Bitcoin, period. He was he didn't say cryptocurrency. He said Bitcoin. And the reason he told the um, the interviewer that they were that we should be getting into Bitcoin is because right now we're in a broken financial system and cryptocurrency offers people an alternative. He also says that. that the stalled U.S. regulatory environment increases the likelihood that cryptocurrency will thrive elsewhere. 
And again, I totally agree with him. And I have been telling Congresswoman Maxine Waters office that their their lawyers, their staff, if they stifle innovation here in the United States, companies are just going to go offshore and they're going to get involved with other countries that are going to eventually do much better than the United States in so many ways. Uh, because of artificial intelligence and all the things that the United States is not really thinking about, it is going to help other countries leapfrog us if we do not get this together. And so uh, I agree with him that this stalled regulatory environment is dangerous. Uh, it's dangerous for us all because innovation is here. Innovation is here to stay. United States needs to quickly get their footing and figure out what they need to do. So if anybody knows or talks to anybody that's in Congress or, or, or anywhere, even our mayor here in, in Los Angeles, they really, really need to understand uh, that it is imperative that they get some sort of regulatory framework in place sooner than later. And so as we come to the next uh, point that he actually made, he stated that cryptocurrency is coming a long way and it will likely continue to do well in the future. And I share those sentiments, even though, again, he and I don't see eye to eye about black employees and women, but uh, cryptocurrency has definitely gone a long way or come a long way. And that is exactly what I am saying, as I stated at the beginning of the show, that little $500 could possibly be $500,000 someday. And it's got a long way to go. And we're in for the ride. I believe my children's 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 are in it for the ride. They're going to have to be because I'm going to write this thing up in such a way they won't be able to get around it. They will have to save Big Mama's Bitcoin. Well, when we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to jump into a couple of other things in the cryptocurrency space. Please, please, please stay tuned. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where everybody is somebody and nobody is a stranger. You belong here. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have a couple of good things that are coming up in the very near future. Um, we have a Ledger and Me 123 coming up this weekend. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I do not want you to register for the Ledger and Me until you actually have a Ledger. A lot of people schedule to get on the Ledger and Me and they want to just listen in. I don't mind, but I really want you to do that. I want you to get what you need for your money. And that's the bottom line. If you're going to pay for something, I want you to get out of it what you need. And if you're just listening and then you've got to try to do the ledger on your own, it becomes a little tedious. So I'm going to ask for you to wait until you get a ledger before you register. But if you have registered and you don't have a ledger, please reach out to me so I can give you the link so that you can get your ledger for the ledger and me. I promise you I'm going to do a ledger and me every single month. I'm going to do a crypto essentials every single month. I'm going to make sure that our community has what we need. So at this time, we do our daily dollar cost average. A DCA a day keeps poverty away. And so what we're going to do is we're going to take out our Black Wall Street wallet, we are going to, if you haven't already done so, please click on 
Uh, go on your app store, download the app. If you're having problems, just like I stated earlier, please reach out to me so I can reach out to the Black Wall Street and make sure that my listeners have everything that they need. I, that's the that's what I can do for you is make sure that you have everything that you need and that it's set up properly. With that being stated, please click on the purple circle in the middle. Click buy an asset. Click um. You can do this one time. You can set it up. You can forget it. You can do whatever you want to do. But I'm going to do $6 this time. I'm going to put it into my KBLA Talk 1580 wallet. And I'm going to click continue. And voila, I have purchased $6 worth of Satoshis. Another thing I've got to say really quickly, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not understood me, Bitcoin and Satoshis are the same thing. Bitcoin is considered like the dollar. And the Satoshis are considered like the pennies. So they're not two separate things. They're not two separate coins. And I realize some of you thought that. And I'm going to keep reiterating it as we get new people in. So you have now purchased $6 worth of Satoshis. The Satoshi being the smallest increment of a Bitcoin. Please, ladies and gentlemen, don't touch that dial. Next up, we are making way for the D.L. Hughley Show. You all know I say that D.L. Hughley is the truth. And I am here Monday through Friday, creating Satoshi Millionaires. And we're going to get everybody up to their million Satoshis in their wallet somehow, somehow, somehow. So we are making Satoshi Millionaires one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. Hey. You're listening to Nadja Robinson ahead of the crypto curve. Please follow her on all social media platforms at Nadja Roberts. No underscores, no dots, no numbers, just Nadja Roberts. Let's close the wealth gap. It's our turn. Learn or get left behind. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.